Biathlon is a unique Olympic event. It challenges participants with opposing athletic endeavors in a singular competition. It combines the heart-pumping aerobic aspects of cross-country skiing matched with the intense focus of precision marksmanship. Two diametrically opposing forces testing every ounce of physical and mental strength of athletes. Welcome to Heartbeat, the U.S. Biathlon podcast. I'm your host, Tom Kelly. With each episode, Heartbeat brings you insights into this fascinating sport. And a big thanks to Heartbeat sponsor, Paul Smith's College, the official higher education partner of U.S. Biathlon. It's been 40 years since the Olympics came to Lake Placid. Today, though, the entire Adirondack region is still filled with the spirit of sport. It's a vital part of the culture. Nestled away in the forest just a short drive from Lake Placid, Paul Smith's College is starting to have a big impact on sport, attracting Nordic skiers and biathletes seeking both a college education and sport training. U.S. Biathlon began working with Paul Smith's College just a few years ago. With the program growing and more biathletes finding their way there, U.S. Biathlon has just named Paul Smith's College as its official higher education partner. Today, Heartbeat catches up with Coach Matt Doherty, who was one of the visionaries of the program at Paul Smith's College. Matt walks us through the program creation and what it now offers to the burgeoning number of biathletes who are making their home in the Adirondacks. At the same time, we take a look at the upcoming World University Games, which will see athletes from over 50 nations descend into the Olympic Village of Lake Placid, including over 600 who will be in the Athlete Village at Paul Smith's College. Now let's catch up with Matt Doherty from Paul Smith's College on this episode of Heartbeat. And Heartbeat this week is taking you to the Olympic region around Lake Placid. We are with Matt Doherty from Paul Smith's College. And Matt, thanks so much for joining us here on Heartbeat. Happy to be here. We're going to talk about a number of things here coming up, but uh, I, I, I always hate to ask people about the weather back there, but give us an optimistic viewpoint on the weather back, back in the Lake Placid area. The optimistic viewpoint is when the snow comes, we get a lot of it. <laughs> it's just melting fast. We are the new pattern of weather is it snows and then it rains. Well, we, uh, we've all been through that for many years. Uh, I'm out here in Utah and we would gladly send you some of our snow if there was a way that we could, that we could do that. We're going to talk about a couple of things today. Most importantly, we're going to talk about the new relationship between U.S. Biathlon and Paul Smith's College. And we're also going to talk a little bit about the upcoming uh, World University Games, which uh, kick off in Lake Placid coming up shortly. Before we do that, though, Matt, give us a little bit of background on yourself and uh, your background in coaching. I know you grew up in the Lake Placid area, but give us a little 411 that uh, brings you up to date here. Yeah. So I grew up in Saranac Lake and I actually skied and uh, ran cross country and did track and field with Tim Burke and Billy DeMong back in the day. We all grew up together. We're all about the same age. They would happily tell you I'm the oldest of the three. And then I went off and I've been coaching collegiately for about 25 years, mostly cross country and track and field. But then I came back to Paul Smith's, which is my hometown college, six years ago now and started rebuilding the Nordic program at the college there. Where were some of your stops along the way on the college uh, circuit? Uh, I was at Eastern Mennonite University, which is in Virginia for a while for running or coaching cross country and track and field. And then I was at Houghton College in Western New York, small NAI school for over a decade. And what what are some of the, I mean, I mean, coaches work in a number of different ways and collegiate programs are are certainly unique because you only have athletes there for a few, a few years. But what are some of the things that were really gratifying for you in your coaching career? 
I think the biggest thing is helping people find potential they didn't know existed and then helping them achieve like goals that were beyond what they thought they could accomplish. And I mean, I, the simple question is, how do you do that? But I mean, what are some of the techniques that you as a coach uh, uh, bring to play in collegiate programs to help get the most out of athletes and help them to achieve goals that maybe they didn't even think they could achieve? I think it's often really simple things like physiologically, it's consistency, just help them build consistency. And then the other simplest thing is just keep whispering in their ears that they can do this, make them believe in themselves. And often they, that's all they need. And you may have to do it for a month, two months or a year, but eventually that takes over and that's all you need really. Before you were a coach, what's your background as an athlete? Yeah. So I uh, skied in high school for two years and ran cross country and went to college on scholarship to run cross country and track and field. Um, so I was a runner primarily. Uh, then I found my way into triathlon and professional adventure racing for quite a while. Did a lot of the Loppet series of racings in the early 2000s. In the, in the U.S. or internationally? In the U.S. mostly and Canada, North America. Take us back to those days when you were growing up. You have Tim Burke there. You have Billy DeMong there and you. I mean, you guys you had some really amazing athletes back then in the, in the area at that time. Yeah, it was a, an amazing time where there was just a lot of really good athletes. Um, I don't think any of us knew at that time how many great athletes there were, but even Tim's brother, Sean Burke, was there, and he was one of the elite U.S. skiers for his age group, and Matt Cook, Zach Handler, all these guys we grew up in. It just made it easy to be a great athlete and to have people around you that were good, so it kind of elevates everyone up. Yeah, it's just fun to look back at those. And as you say, nobody knows at the time where where people are going to go. But uh, that was really quite an amazing time. Were, were you were you there for the 1980 Olympics? No, uh, my parents say I we were. I was like six months old, though. So they had just so you have no memory. I have no memory. <laughs> Well, I was there and it was really an amazing time. And it's something that has really set the stage, I think, for for that entire Lake Placid region to be such a sports capital. Let's just talk about that a little bit and we'll move on to uh, Paul Smith's college here in just a minute. But that entire region just has such a culture of sport that still today emanates from those 1980 Olympics. Uh, talk about that in perspective of the region and what sport means to the kids coming up there. I mean, if you're a kid growing up here, you grow up not only with like Olympians as your neighbors and they're, you know, retired Olympians everywhere. You go to the local 5K foot race and you might be racing an Olympian who's, you know, was just in Sochi or the Beijing Olympics. But also you grow up with a different expectation of sports. Like my kids are nine, seven and five and they think of the ski jumps as just something kids do. And having that in your backyard really just makes it possible to do all these things. And you grow up with a different expectation of what you can do in sport. Was that some of the motivation that brought you back to Paul Smith's college to come back to the region and that's culture of sport? Absolutely. <laughs> when my wife and I were looking at where we wanted to move to, we were looking all over the U.S. And I think there's a, a number of great towns throughout the U.S. that have great sport and great connection to the outdoors. But that, that and the sense of community around those two things is what brought us back to the Adirondacks. Talk a little bit about Paul Smith's College, a small school uh, in the Lake Placid area. Uh, give us a little background where it is and a little bit about the school, and then we'll dive more into the biathlon program. Yeah, Paul Smith is a small college, uh, really in the woods of the Adirondacks, 14,000 acre campus set right on the shores of Lower St. Regis. So our cafeteria is as close to lakefront, you maybe five feet from the waterfront when you're sitting and eating. And uh, the whole school is kind of based on environmentalism in some way or another. 
we're connected to nature in all of our degree programs. So liberal arts school, but with a focus on environmental sciences and connecting all of our degree programs to the environment. Where is it from Lake Placid? We're about 20 minutes north from Lake Placid, 30 minutes in the winter if it's really snowy. So a little bit on the other side of Saranac Lake. On the other side of Saranac Lake at the northern part of the kind of what they'd call the, the wilderness lakes area. Let's talk a little bit more about the uh, kind of the environmental approach in the outdoors, which is something that athletes are very much attuned to. I imagine that's a pretty big selling point to, to athletes about, hey, maybe I should go to Paul Smith's. There's really a focus on the outdoors. Yeah, I think it's it's perfect for most endurance athletes. Uh, I think most of our skiers live in this house called Blum House, and their front porch overlooks the lake. And they just walk out of the house down, grab a canoe, go paddling. And that's just an easy, fun activity to do where they can go camping or hiking right from campus. So they're really connected to things they already like to do. And it's all like just right there for them. They don't have to go anywhere to do the things they like. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing. Now, let's let's talk about the partnership programs that you've had. You've had a relationship with U.S. Biathlon. You also have one with USA Nordic, uh, becoming a little bit of a Nordic uh, hotspot there in the east. But talk about uh, the the biathlon program in particular and how that has evolved over the last few years. Yeah, so it started, I guess, about five years ago before COVID. We were we have a trustee at the college, Phil Saunders, who is like, how do we build more on the Olympic heritage of the area around us? And uh, out of that came an idea of how could we partner with USA Biathlon, USA Nordic, and provide a collegiate, a true collegiate opportunity for athletes to keep developing and be involved in the sport since, you know, biathlon doesn't really exist as a collegiate sport. When that program started, you had certain things in place, but I know that there's a new announcement coming out about an expansion of the partnership with US Biathlon. Give us a little bit of insight into that. How, what is it and how did it come about? Um, it came about, I think, largely because, I mean, I think both sides were really happy with the partnership. We've got uh, 10 biathletes here and we're helping them really develop as athletes. We've just had Dulcie Tangay spend three years with us and now she's going on to some U.S. Junior Open European Championships. But then it, this new partnership kind of benefits the whole campus for Paul Smith and it's going to add opportunities for our students to intern with USA Biathlon, for USA Biathlon to bring their people in and talk to our classes. So we have a sports management degree program. So it kind of rounds out the partnership in a more holistic way. And what's, what's the official title of the program now, the new program? We're the official higher education partner for USA Biathlon. Great. And do you have a similar program then with USA Nordic? Yeah. Yeah. They kind of mirror each other in that way. Let's talk about a typical program for a biathlete uh, coming out of high school, looking for a program to get into. Do you do recruitment around the country or how do you how do you make uh, young athletes so aware of this great program you have at Paul Smith's? A lot of it's been word of mouth through the U.S. biathlon clubs, and we really appreciate that. And we do re recruit from throughout the U.S. So right now, more than 50 percent of our programs from the Midwest of the U.S. and then Maine's another hotspot for us. But we have athletes joining us from Alaska for next year. So it's really from throughout the U.S. Have you had over the last few years any particular part of the country? Uh, you mentioned you're getting a lot from the east, but is there any kind of hotbed that you're drawing athletes from right now? For sure, Minnesota. We have uh, ski jumpers from Minnesota, four biathletes from Minnesota, and two Nordic skiers from Minnesota as well. 
Give us a little sense of uh, what you have for facilities, training. I know you do have a biathlon range, but it's actually a pretty extensive little training center there. Yeah. So right off of our campus, like we walk out of our wax room and it's 100 meters over to a facility called the Paul Smith Vic, which is a visitor interpretive center. And it's got over 43 kilometers of ski trails on it. About three years ago, we worked with John Morton and redesigned almost all of our trails and then built another Right now, we have 7K of fist trails we built with an eight-point biathlon range on that. Are you doing competitions? Yeah. So, we've run uh, high school and collegiate competitions out there. Uh, we were doing our first biathlon competition out there in March. It's a small NISRA event for New York State. Cool. We're with uh, Matt Doherty from uh, Paul Smith's College. We're going to take a short break, and we'll come right back, talk a little bit more about Paul Smith's College, and then dive into the World University Games. This is Tom Kelly for Heartbeat. We'll be right back with Matt Doherty to talk more about Paul Smith's college and also the upcoming World University Games. As the official higher education partner of U.S. Biathlon, Paul Smith's College takes pride in the programs it has established to offer athletes a college education along with sports-specific training, all nestled in New York's Adirondacks. From an outstanding trail network to its eight-point biathlon range, Paul Smith's College is a great environment for athletes who want a small college experience located in a sports-centric region. To learn more, go to paulsmithsbobcats.com. That's paulsmithsbobcats.com. Now let's get back to Heartbeat with Matt Doherty. And we're back on Heartbeat with Matt Doherty from Paul Smith's College. And uh, Matt, it's really interesting to, to think about this program. I know when it got started a couple of years ago, right at the onset of COVID, not the greatest time to roll anything out. But really, you've had some success over the last couple of seasons. How, how, many, how many athletes do you have from biathlon in the program right now? So we have nine biathletes. We're adding a 10th one in the second semester of the school year. So we're, growing up, we're adding about four biathletes a year right now. Cool. Uh, what do you have for jumpers and Nordic combined athletes right now? We have two Nordic combined athletes right now. Cool. So you've had athletes now in the program for a couple of years. I mean, what have, what have they experienced? Uh, give us a little sense of life on campus and what they're experiencing there during their tenure at Paul Smith College. I think the biggest thing they're experiencing is a community that wants to see them succeed academically and athletically. So being a small campus allows us to have relationships. So if an athlete gets called up for a Continental Cup start or whatever it is, our professors, our staff, everyone's here for how can we help you get ready for that? How can we make accommodations for your classes and what can we do? It's, it's been interesting to watch these types of programs over the years. And I, I think that one of the keys to success is really getting the buy-in by the educators, the professors, and also the administrative staff. You seem to really have that at, at, in this program at Paul Smith College. Yeah. I think one of the reasons it's done so well and it keeps growing is that we have really good support across campus. Um, and that, I think, comes from our administration down, but it also comes from the students doing really hard work. They're great students in the classroom and they're really respected members of campus. So people just want to help and be part of that process for them. When you and Phil Saunders, just to go back a few years, when you and Phil were kind of talking about this program, did you find that the administration was pretty receptive to this concept? Yeah. So Phil was a trustee of the college and he took that idea right to our administration at the time. And the administration said, you know, Matt, we think this is a good idea, but what can we do? I mean, they were really with it from the beginning. 
So let, let's let's look at the actual experience that athletes get as students there. One of the things, it's one thing to go to college, but it's quite another to get hands-on experience. You've actually thought that through as well with the internship programs that you've developed. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we have internship opportunities. One of our students last year got to experience an internship with USA Nordic where they went out and they helped run the Olympic trials event in Lake Placid. And so that's a sports management major who's getting real life experience, not just seeing events set up, seeing how the TV broadcasting is going, seeing the whole thing, how you have to take care of VIPs and how the athletes need to be taken care of. And that's just an opportunity like a small school like Paul Smith doesn't normally have. Yeah. When will you have your first graduates? Our first graduates of these programs will be next year. So we have another year and a half with most of our first class of these students. Cool. Let's shift over to the uh, World University Games for a little bit. I know you are not a part of the organizing committee, but you are right there in the center of everything that's going on in Lake Placid. Give us a sense of the buzz that there's been in the Adirondack region now over the last year or so leading up to this big global collegiate event. Uh, It's been really fun. Uh, We're really involved at Paul Smith because we're one of the athlete villages. So for us, we feel like we've been on the ground floor for a while now and really getting involved with that. So I think we have 600 plus athletes moving into campus today as we speak, actually. So they're starting to move in. It's been really exciting. Uh, People are just excited to see an event like this come back to the Adirondacks, even with all of the unknowns that it can bring. It's very exciting. We get to see all these world-class athletes using these new venues in Lake Placid. It's really awesome. We're we're recording this, uh, listeners, just a few days before the opening ceremony. So are you already seeing a big influx of foreign teams and different nationality jackets and foreign language in the restaurants and stores? Yeah, they're already all around. When I just left my office this afternoon, there were at least six different nationalities running down the road behind our campus. So... That's a pretty good deal. Give us a little sense of the event. I want, I want to focus on biathlon a little bit, but uh, give us a sense of the other, uh, the other sports that are in the World University Games. Uh, so all of the traditional Nordic sports and then curling, hockey is one of the big features for this, figure skating, uh, and most of the alpine and snowboard events as well. Those are the major key ones. Cool. The U.S. US Biathlon has named a team. You actually have been successful in getting some Paul Smith College representation on that team. Yeah, we have uh, Dulce Tange, who's going to be competing for the women, and Nate Livingood, who will be competing for the men as well. Have you been to one of these before? Have you been to any of the other international events? Uh, Years ago, I saw a summer one. This is probably 20 years, no, 18 years ago. Yeah. And do you, do, you have a, do you know how many athletes and how many nations will be represented in the Adirondack region for this event? I, I know the nations were changing, but I know they're expecting around 1,500 to 1,800 athletes. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. I mean, it's essentially, it's a mini Olympics. It is for sure. And I think the number was in the 20s for nations represented, but it's a long list. Has there been some good uh, excitement around town leading up to this? Yeah, for sure. And a lot of construction, which always helps, like it kind of parallels each other. So everyone's been seeing as projects finish, you know, you're getting closer and closer to the, to this event happening. And I know that weather is not optimum. That happens. It's mother nature, but sounds like the snowmaking has left all of the courses in really good shape. Yeah, I think I, I haven't seen anywhere that's not in good shape, considering how tough of a December and early January we've had. 
Yeah, well, as I said, I'm going to do my best to ship some snow out to you if I can. We're, we're going to wrap it up with our uh, on-target segment just to close out the, this uh, podcast with Matt Doherty from Paul Smith's College. A uh, couple of these points I've actually asked you earlier, but let's just get uh, uh, a couple of succinct answers on this. If, if you had to pick one thing that makes Paul Smith's College such a unique program, what's one thing that really stands out to you? Opportunity. There's endless opportunities academically and athletically here uh, to improve yourself academically, to improve yourself athletically. We just have endless opportunities to do that. We're going to talk again about the excitement that's building, but uh, is there is there one element that you can pull out of the excitement level that you've seen in the Adirondacks as we lead up to the World University Games? Any one thing that really stands out? Yeah, I, the thing that stands out for me are young kids that are really excited to go watch these events. And I think that's probably one of the best things for the people who work in sport because that's the future athletes. They're going to get to see this and you're, we're going to see a crop of athletes who are inspired by this because all the schools will be at these events and all the little schools in these communities are all very excited and their students who are maybe fifth grade on from now are watching this and very inspired by the athletes. I'm really glad that you mentioned that because to me, it's one thing to work with elite athletes, but it's really quite another to really look beyond that and look to the future. And, you know, I'm sure that you can think back to your childhood there and the athletes that you looked up to and what a difference they made in your career. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. And someone from this will come out of this and have a story that we'll all be watching, you know, on TV someday or hearing on the radio about you know, I saw this event and I saw this athlete and it's what made me want to do this. Last question for you, Matt. What's the, your favorite aspect of living in an Olympic region? Access to the diversity of things that exist here. I mean, we have World Cup events coming for biathlon. We have ski races that are world class. We have Ironman that comes in every year. So there's just all these great events that are all around us. And there's a real community around the outdoors. Sounds good. Well, listen, we appreciate you taking time to join us on Heartbeat. All the best to you at Paul Smith's College and have fun at the World University Games. Thanks. I love the culture of sport in the Adirondacks. Thanks to Matt Doherty for joining us today on Heartbeat. And a big thanks to Paul Smith's College, the official higher education partner of U.S. Biathlon. Check out more at paulsmithsbobcats.com. If you missed earlier episodes of Heartbeat this year, check out the interview with Sport Development Director John Farah from December as he talks about talent identification and also expansion of the National Club Program. You can watch all the World Cup action this year streaming live. Check out links at usbiathlon.org and on our social channels. And remember to subscribe to Heartbeat to get every episode delivered directly to you. And leave a review if you can. I'm your host, Tom Kelly. Thanks for listening to Heartbeat, the U.S. Biathlon podcast.